Hello, and welcome to the Notary Business Talk, the podcast dedicated to sharing ideas, strategies, and techniques to help grow your business and improve your life. And now, with more than two decades of notary business experience, your host, Abraham Zamora, the notary entrepreneur. Well, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Notary Business Talk. My name is Abraham Zamora, and I am the notary entrepreneur. In this episode, we are going to talk about what notaries can charge for their services. And there are a lot of misconceptions on what we can charge, how much we can charge, what we aren't allowed to charge for. And so in this episode, I want to just kind of go over what the fee structure and the laws and regulations around how much we can charge as notaries applies to us when we do our daily work. And to kind of help with this, I'm, I'm going to have a little fun with you guys today. Uh, there's, a, there's a quiz that the National Notary Association recently put out called Notary Fee Misconceptions. And I want to play this, this, this game with you guys, this quiz, to figure out how well do you guys know your stuff when it comes to how much you can charge as a notary? And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have a little fun here. And at the end of each question, I'm going to give you guys the answer and give you a little thoughts about what I think about the answer and how it could apply to you and your business and your success as a notary as you begin this career or continue on and further your career as a notary. At the end of this, I'm also going to tell you guys why I would recommend and why I would only be a mobile notary and never have like an office or uh, an actual place for people to come to for my services. And that, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I'm going to give my reasons why I don't never have had an office and never really will have an office. Uh, and I'll explain based on what we go over today, the reasons why I would never do that. But let's go ahead and get started with this quiz, guys. Are you guys ready? We're going to quiz you guys. We're gonna, I'm going to quiz your knowledge about notary fees and how much you are or aren't allowed to charge and under what circumstances we can charge our clients for the notary services that we're offering. Now, let me clear something up real quick. This is not referring to notary loan signings, the ones you get from your signing agent company or if you're direct, your escrow or title companies. This is for fees that you charge for notarizing what we call general notary work. This is for from customers or clients that find you either online because you have a Google My Business page or you have a website or you're on Yelp and they call you and you go and you do this one signing or a specific document that you're going to be signing. This is what this is referring to. This really does not apply when you have a loan signing that you're being scheduled for because those fees are already fixed and you're not really charging per notarized signature, but instead you're charging or you're being paid for the full packet, regardless of how many signatures are in your loan document set, you're going to be charged or paid a strict flat fee. And, uh, and for those of us who've been in the business, we know sometimes we get loan signings that have lots of things that have to be notarized. And sometimes we get some that have very little and it just kind of balances itself out over time with the ones that are sort of large in notary 
notarized documents and, and those that aren't as big. So let's go ahead and get started with this quiz. Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready to have some fun? If you're driving, this is going to be so cool. We're going to quiz your knowledge. And I'm going to give you guys a little bit of time to think about the answer. I'm going to put a little Jeopardy music on while you guys think about your answer. And then I'll give you the answer and discuss a little bit more about each answer. And then at the very end, give you my reasons why I would strictly be a mobile notary. All right, here we go. So question number one, how much are notaries allowed to charge for notarizations? I guess I should have given you guys the app. <laughs> okay, let me, <laughs> okay, that went wrong. Let's do it again. So uh, there are, it's actually a multiple choice question uh, uh, format here. So I should have given you the four multiple choice <laughs> questions before I put the music on. You guys are wondering, I don't know. What that, well, maybe some of you answered it. You guys are so good that you actually answered the question. But let me, let me let's start over on that set, okay? How much are notaries allowed to charge for notarizations? Now, here are your four multiple choice uh, options. And then I'm going to put the Jeopardy music on again so you guys can listen to it. Guys, this is uncut. This is real. I don't edit these podcasts. It's obvious based on this blooper, blumber that I just had. I hope you guys are having fun like I am right now. All right, here we go. Here are the options. Option A, whatever amount is set by the notary's employer. Okay. Answer number two to the question, how much are notaries allowed to charge for notarizations? Number two is any amount the signer agrees to pay prior to notarization number letter c or number three up to the maximum amount allowed by the state law or d notaries are not allowed to charge a fee so those are your four options jeopardy music back on and uh, let's see if you guys get the right answer okay <laughs> All right, here we go. So the answer is C. A notary may charge up to the maximum amount that is set by the state law. And guys, this can vary depending on the state that you live in. So for example, Rhode Island only permits notaries to charge up to $1 for some notarizations. California, where I live, has a maximum fee of $15. And Tennessee permits its notaries to set their own fees. So if you're in Tennessee, you could charge a million bucks. Why not? No one's going to pay you, but you can. <laughs> you could charge that if you wanted to. All right. So how many of you got that answer correct by a show of hands? All of you. Wow, you guys are amazing. I knew I had a bright audience. I knew you guys were real smart. That's, that's, that's why I, I do these, because you guys are so bright. Good job, everyone. All right, here we go. Question... Number two, if a document signer is identified by one or two credible witnesses, the notary may, A, charge one fee for notarizing the signature and another administering any oath to witnesses. Okay. 
B, only charge the document signer a fee. C, only charge a fee for any oath taken by the credible witness or witnesses. Or D, the notary may waive any, I'm sorry, the notary must waive any fees charged. So is it A, is it B, is it C, or is it D? Here we go. All right, here we go. If you answered B, only charge the document signer a fee, you are correct. Some notaries have who 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 are have asked me about this. I the answer to whether they can charge for the credible witnesses is no, you cannot charge for administrating an oath for a credible witness that you're using to notarize someone. Only the signer can be charged a fee. Now, why is that? Well, because if you're administering an oath or an affirmation to a credible witness, witness, you're doing it simply because you're using them as a form of identification. They are human IDs. And as a result, it is not part of the notarization itself, and therefore you cannot charge a notary fee and this is a big misconception that people have that well hey you know i'm I'm, you know i'm 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 sort of doing a sort of a legal act right as a notary by administering the affirmation or the oath but they are just it's just like grabbing an id and using it as a form of identifying the signer that you're signing now you gotta be real careful with these because you can i would say Using credible witnesses is probably the most, the easiest way for people to commit fraud when it comes to notarizing documents because, well, I mean, if the two witnesses are in cahoots with the signer to commit some kind of fraud, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's easier to get away with it that way. And so definitely be careful with these guys. But no, you, to, to answer your question, you cannot, I repeat, you cannot charge the witnesses for administering the oath, you can only charge the signer of the document for a for the notarial act. That's it. It's just like if you had an ID for them and you're using that as ID. It's the same. It's the same concept. Okay. All right. Good. So, how many of you got that right? Raise both hands. No, no, no. Well, I'm sorry. If you're driving, don't raise both hands. Keep both hands on your steering wheel and uh, just give me a wink with your left eye that you got that one right. All right. Good job, guys. Good job. Here we go. Question number three. There's a total of five questions. So this is a five-question quiz, okay? Number three is a true or false question. All right. Make it a little easier for you guys. All right. Here we go. So question number three, true or false, a notary may always charge less than the maximum fee set by the state. All right. Let's think about that. True or false, guys. Right. If you if you answered false, raise your hand. Okay, now put it back down because the answer is true. Notaries may choose to charge a lower fee to customers. All right? You can charge you can charge nothing if you want. 
uh, or completely, yeah, completely waive it entirely. However, there are a few rules in a few states that you should keep in mind. For example, in Mississippi, there is sort of a weird, unusual law that says that if you want to waive the fee entirely and charge a client zero, you can do that. But get this, if you want to charge a fee, you cannot charge anything less than $2. So if, if you're in Mississippi and you want to charge less than what you normally would charge, you can't charge $1. You can't charge $1.50. It has to be $2 <laughs> minimum. I think that's the only state that has that. But other states, for example, like in Arizona, notaries may charge any amount less than the maximum or they may charge no fee at all. Uh, same thing, I think, goes for here in California. And if notaries do charge for their services, a fee should be consistent. That is, the same fee must be charged for each notarization. So let's just say you're charged, there's someone that comes with to you for with five notarized, uh, five documents that have to be notarized. And here in California, our maximum is 15. I can't say, okay, for these three, I'm going to charge you 10. For this one, I'm going to charge you 15. And for this one, I'm going to charge you 7. The idea, according to this, is that you need to charge the same fee across the board when it comes to all five documents. So you have to be consistent, all right? Good. How many of you got the answer as true? Yeah, all of you. Good job. Great job. All right, here we go. Question number four. Which of the following is true about notaries charging a travel fee? Ooh, this is a good one. This, this comes up a lot, and it's a big, big uh, area of concern for a lot of notaries. Let me repeat that again. Which of the following is true about notaries charging travel fees? Here we go. Answer A, or your choice A, is travel fees are considered separate from fees charged for notarization. Answer B, it's a good practice to contact a signer and agree on any travel fee in advance. Answer number C, some states regulate how much notaries may charge for a travel fee. Or D, all of the above. Think about that one and we'll come back in a few seconds. Ooh, this one's a good one. Well, let's see. They all sound pretty good. And if you answer D, all of the above, then you are absolutely correct. Let me read what it says here about this, okay? Rules for notaries charging travel fees depend on each state's laws. But a travel fee is always considered separate from the actual notarizing fee, which is good. Which is, And this is why I strictly run my business as a mobile notary because I can make more money as a result. Now, some states like Missouri and Nevada say a specific amount notaries may charge for travel. And what that is, I don't know. I don't belong in those states. But definitely, if you're in those states, figure find out what is the maximum that you can charge for a travel fee when notarizing documents. Other states like South Carolina do not set a specific travel amount a travel fee amount, but do require that notaries and signers agree to any travel fees in advance. So when you get a call from somebody, 
According to South Carolina law, you have to disclose and agree to the amount that you're going to charge before you actually drive out there and meet with them. Okay, that's that's their law. That's the rule. Now, even if, they're requir- if the law doesn't require it, it is a good practice to contact the signer or when you're talking to a signer to set up an appointment to meet with them and agree on a travel fee before Notar- the notarization actually take takes place. Now, this is a good sort of, sort of a standard good fee. Now, I typically don't do this. I typically have a standard fee that I charge, and then I'll go out to the appointment. And when I'm there, and I'll let them know what the fee is. And if they say they don't like it or it's too high, then I typically leave and I don't charge them. That's how I typically do it. If they don't ask, I just show up. And usually they'll, they're okay with the fee and it's not a big deal. But uh, according to this, good practices, you know, let them know ahead of time. Now, the problem is sometimes they, you know, if you really want the business and you're willing to take the risk of going there and then having them say no later, th- that's, you know, that's something you would have to make a decision as a business owner if you don't want to be shopped around and that sort of thing. But uh, this is the advice that this is giving us. Okay, cool. So now question number five in our final question of this notary fee misconception quiz is a true or false question. And here we go. Notaries may never accept a fee to endorse products with their official seal. Now, this might, you might not even know what the heck this means, but think about it. I'm going to give you a few seconds because I like putting Jeopardy music on and then uh, we'll get back to it, okay? All right, so the answer is, how many of you said true? How many of you said false? All right, the truths take it. The answer is true. Notaries are never allowed to are never allowed to use their commission or collect fees to endorse a product. Now, what the heck does this mean? So let's give an example, okay? If someone offered you to use your your Im, the image of your seal, so your stamp, uh, and have the, and if they asked you, okay, look. We want you to say something like, as a notary, I certify that Bosco waffles are the greatest tasting product in the universe. And they want to put that in some sort of advertisement. You would not be able to do that. You would have to say no because you can't use your commission that way. So the idea that someone would ask you to use your seals to sort of certify or endorse or make it somewhat official, whatever it is that you're trying, they're trying to use your seal for to seem more legitimate, to seem more authentic, more, uh, I, I mean, what's, what's the word, right? So yeah, legitimate, I guess is, is the word. You can't do that. Your job as a notary is simply to notarize people who are signing documents after verifying their identification. You're not to there to endorse products, to make any sort of claims whatsoever. So if anybody ever asks you to endorse a product and are willing to charge you and pay you a fee, even if they don't pay you, you cannot endorse a product with your official seal. That is not allowed. Now, going back to why I stick to being a mobile notary and don't have an office, would never have an office, is because as a mobile notary, not only do I get to work from home, 
I also am allowed to charge a travel fee, which increases the amount of money I can make as a notary public. And I avoid having all of this overhead that an office would require. And here's the other thing, particularly now with COVID and what happened with, with the virus, the idea of people coming to their clients, of customers having people come to them, whether it's groceries with Instacart or whether it's, uh, you know, people delivering meals to people with, uh, what are these services, uh, Uber Eats and uh, these other ones. You know, now it's it's sort of mainstream to have people come to you to provide the service. And I think notary, there's been a shift in the thinking of notary. And now most people are sort of not, not only, I guess I can't say expect it, but I think they've come to realize how convenient it is to have mobile service delivered to your home. And it's become sort of more of a mainstream everyday use that most people are now starting to to jump on board and use as a service for all sorts of things including notary and in fact i'm noticing that since especially during the pandemic but even now more people are willing to pay the extra amount at least in my experience to have you go to their office to have you go to their house and the convenience seems to be worth it to them but having to come to you, to an office, to a bank, people are busy, people are working from home. They don't want to leave their house. And you, as a mobile notary, I think, are in position to not only take advantage of that sort of shift in mindset that's happened in our culture, but also minimize your fees, minimize your overhead, and be able to charge more than your notary who has someone come to them. Because you, at that point, you cannot charge a notary fee and if <laughs> i mean and if you're in what's the state that only charges one dollar let me see uh and if you're in rhode island charging one dollar per notarized fee i mean that's that's crazy i i don't even know how you could make money doing that you'd have to charge a, a travel fee if you're gonna just do this now of course we're talking about just general notary work you also have loan signing work and that's the other thing if you're a loan signing agent and you're traveling around running around everywhere getting stuff notarized you're already out and about and the idea that you'd be sitting in an office all day waiting for clients to come to you is is absurd i think particularly if you're doing using both methods as a way of generating income so that's my opinion that's what i think I hope you guys enjoyed this quiz and this sort of format. I'd love your feedback. If you guys want to hear more of these sort of quizzes with my feedback uh, attached to it, I would love to know if you guys like that. Otherwise, hey, I hope you guys got some value. We're entertained particularly this time and, uh, and enjoy the show. And until next time, have a super productive week, guys. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Notary Business Talk. To learn more about becoming a notary entrepreneur or to find out how Abraham can help you achieve your business goals, visit notarybusinesstalk.com.